Talk Radio. Wednesday, February 14th, this is the InfoWars War Room, your election headquarters, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. The fastest three hours on the internet starts now, and I've got a lot of news loaded with video clips. We also have two great guests coming on today as well. We're going to be joined by Lucas Gage in the second hour. We're going to be joined by Stacey Washington in the third hour, very excited to talk to both of those individuals. Tons of video clips, as I've said. We're going to be hearing from congressmen and women. Response to the $95 billion aid bill. We'll hear from Dirty Chuck Schumer. We'll hear from Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll hear from Speaker Johnson. We'll then go to some other media reports, including the response from Joe Rogan. And, and I think what that's going to represent is, and, it, and it's funny because I, I essentially said the exact same thing on this transmission yesterday, and, and we took that clip or one of the one of the audience members, and we appreciate when you clip out our shows and upload them onto X or anywhere else where you share them. We we greatly appreciate that. I try to retweet those and give those some love when you do it. But basically me ranting about how we get our money stolen, we get our treasure stolen, we have to live in slums in our metropolitan areas while we give Ukraine and Israel all this money that mostly just gets looted and laundered. And then and then half of Americans don't even have enough savings in their bank account for an emergency or for a month's worth of bills. And it really actually hit me thinking about that. The left, two, two issues of the left that have, that have led to the destruction of the entire United States of America and our civilization and our culture, and that was feminism, which led to the destruction of the family, and then that's what the Democrats have done to the inner cities with the welfare state and the race baiting. So you take, you take those two cornerstones away from American civilization and culture— and the entire thing falls to the ground. So you destroy the American family, you destroy the American city, you destroy America, and that's what we're witnessing. So we might get into a little bit of that, but but here's the big story. And, and while this is old news, there's more people paying attention to politics today than yesterday. There's more people paying attention to politics in 2024 than there were in 2016. There's more people that support Donald Trump and are interested in what he has to say than there were in 2016. Now, there are some new angles, some new developments to this story, but the the base of it is still true. The Obama administration has been caught spying on on not just the Trump campaign and the Trump family, but also journalists and specifically Infowars and Alex Jones. 
And you may recall when we launched the war room here at InfoWars, my co-host was Roger Stone. The Obama administration, it is triple confirmed, was spying on Alex Jones and on Roger Stone. And then, of course, they come after me and they take all my phones and all the electronic data requests with the indictments and the charges against me for my First Amendment rights. And that's all it is. What is the big crime committed by Alex Jones? For telling the truth. What is the big crime committed by Roger Stone? Telling the truth. What is the big crime committed by Owen Troyer? Telling the truth. Of course, that's... Really, Obama has radicalized this country, I think, more than we realize. But but telling the truth is now a criminal act in Democrat-run America. Isn't that something? There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. spying on Donald Trump, Trump family members, Trump associates, and Trump supporters in the media. And I now think we have a better understanding of what the raid on Donald Trump and the documents charges that they're illegitimately going after Trump for is all about. And it all ties together, ladies and gentlemen. It all ties together. But it's all over the news today. Now, again, this was reported in 2016. Dan Bongino wrote a book about it. He had intelligence sources. Alex Jones brought this exclusive to InfoWars in 2016. He had intelligence sources. I mean, I can have the crew go find the story from 2016. They can dig through the archives at InfoWars. But we were sent from intelligence sources that the FBI and the Obama administration was spying on Alex Jones, Roger Stone, my former co-host, and and InfoWars in general. And for the first time, after this report is now hitting the mainstream news, yesterday, Dan Bongino, for the first time, has actually released the list that he was given at the time in 2016 by the intelligence sources that he had and so not everybody at the fbi is inherently evil or wants to hurt this country and many of them might still be doing their job as you say but there are many whistleblowers there are many of them that are trying to get this information out i mean i've had people throughout my trial and, and case my political persecution basically telling me what's really going on too. 
But it's not like it's a secret. It's obvious. They don't need to tell me. They say, hey, it's off record, but, you know, here's what's really going on. It's like, yeah, oh, really? They're politically persecuting me? Wow, who, who could have figured? So here's what's in the news. You had Michael Schellenberger with Matt Taibbi and Alex Gutentag write this report, which is forcing this story from 2016 back into the media. Now, now keep in mind, Schellenberger and Taibbi are not necessarily conservatives. If anything, they were probably leaning left in 2016. And in 2016, they likely would never have reported this, likely would have ignored this, maybe even called it a conspiracy theory. But we're not in 2016 anymore. We're in 2024. And now more people have seen behind the curtain. Now more people have been exposed to the corruption that is truly so shocking, so unbelievable, so corrupt that, yeah, I guess you wouldn't believe it at first, or maybe you don't want to believe it at first, but we're beyond that now. Now everybody knows that Obama was spying. Now everybody knows that that Russian collusion was a lie. And so on and so forth. But so they write this story. CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump team, triggering Russia collusion hoax, sources say. Now again, <laughs> And this is part of the ongoing frustration that we can't harp on. But it's just true. Why wasn't this mainstream news when it was reported by InfoWars in 2016 with our sources? Well, because we're censored all over the internet and people don't want to get censored. Why wasn't it mainstream news when Dan Bongino's sources shared it with him and he wrote a book about it? Well, because we don't want to be considered conspiracy theorists and, and it's Dan Bongino, so that's just not confirmed. Oh, but it actually is confirmed. And now it is confirmed, and now it's mainstream news. And now the New York Post runs it. CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 Russian collusion claims. And and I'll tell you what exactly they did here and then how this ties into the Trump documents case. But here's General Mike Flynn responding to this. Admit it, Barack Obama. You staged a coup against the duly elected president. Donald Trump, the meeting you held in the Oval Office January 5th, 2017, was to put the plan into effect. Admit it. You know it's true. And Flynn knows it's true. And we all know it's true. Even the New York Times reported that Obama was spying on Trump years ago. And then they just said, oh, nope, we never said that. Nobody saw that story. It didn't happen. It's like, oh, that's a big story. Somebody at the New York Times, oh, that's a big story. I'm going to report it. And then it's, uh, no, we're running protection for the Democrats here. Pull that story down. Deny. Obama makes one call. And they just pull the story, re-headline the story, and just say it never happened. And just deny it. From their dictator, Barack Obama. But hey, I'm willing to celebrate the victory here. I'm not going to live in the past and say, well, we've known this since 2016. It should have been viral then. The response should have been happening then, but it's eight years too late. Whatever. That's the name of the game. InfoWars Next Decade's News Today. That's just how it goes. I mean, there's the Wall Street Journal today. Trump really was spied on. Oh, really? Well, gee golly. I mean, was Russian collusion fake too? 
Was the Hunter Biden laptop real too? I mean, golly gee, who knew? (laughs) The Ashley Biden diary was real with Joe Biden showering and touching her inappropriately? I mean, I was told that was Russian disinformation. No, it was always real. It was always true. And then you get promotions and you get awards at CNN for lying to the people. But that's another story. So this is... All true, all confirmed, all known. I'm going to tie this into the documents case against Trump. Here's Donald Trump. Donald Trump speaking to Leslie Stahl, a Democrat Party hack, a a hack phony journalist that thinks she knows more than the president of the United States, an arrogant liberal buffoon on 60 Minutes, pretending she knows more than Donald Trump, she knows more than the President of the United States, she's on a higher ground. She's more important. She's higher up the the totem pole than Donald Trump in this interview, trying to correct him about the spying issue in clip 12. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, There's no real evidence of that. Of course there is. It's all over the place. Leslie, they spied on my campaign and they got caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to no, put it on the air. As a matter no. of fact, I don't know. No! No! <laughs> don't ruin my false worldview, please! I've been lying to the American people my whole career! We're supposed to be taken seriously here, and you're destroying us, Donald! No! No! <laughs> what are your sources, Donald? Oh, I don't know. I'm the president of the United States, chief executive. I don't know. Maybe got some sources. He's actually got more than some sources, but we'll get to that in a second. For the first time ever, now, I, I don't, I'd have to go back and find the story, and maybe the crew can find this before the segment is up, but again, we had the story in 2016, and, and Alex had a source in 2016 reach out and say, yes, the FBI was spying on you and Roger Stone, my former co-host, and they gave us the numbers that they were spying on, and they gave us the names that we're, they were spying on. I don't remember how much of that we ended up publishing, but we had that also in 2016. So we'll find that story. The crew can dig and find the needle in the haystack in the next 10 minutes. I bet they can do it. But here's Dan Bongino for the first time this morning in response to this story now hitting the mainstream news, what, what he also reported on with InfoWars in 2016. Now, finally, everybody admits it. Yes, Obama spied on Trump and all these other people. Here's the list for the first time, Dan Bongino releasing the list of names he was given from intelligence community sources on the names that they were spying on. Folks, I've never shown you this before. And I debated showing it to you now. My list is more than 26 names. I'm obviously not going to tell you who I got this from, but the list of people to bump and target with, you know, Russian interaction and and, and spying... Put it on the screen. I've never shown you this before. This is from my source. Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, Ben Carson. Some of the names are not spelled right. It's for a reason I can't describe. I'll, I'll maybe go into it at a different time. 
Don Trump Jr., Eric, Ivanka, Lara Trump, Melania, Jared Kushner, Jason Miller, Dave Bossy, Sam Clovis, Paul Manafort, Jason Johnson, Carter Page, Papadopoulos, Alice Stewart, Victoria Coates, Christopher Bourne, Jason Osborne, Chris Christie, Don McGahn, Michael Cohen, spell wrong, Michael Flynn, Alexander Jones, Jeff Sessions, Rudy Giuliani, Roger Stone. So there you go. Now, just just pause for a second here and think about this. At that point in time, the deep state viewed InfoWars and Alex Jones as such a threat to their lies, to their corrupt establishment, to all the crimes they've committed, that they had to spy on Alex Jones and Roger St- and try to make any truth out of their Russian collusion hoax. And it didn't even work. It didn't even work. And really, the only one that got caught up bad by it was was Papadopoulos. And then he ended up writing a book about it and exposing the whole thing. So Obama, Clinton, the Democrats, the deep state said, we have to parallel construct a case against Trump because we need to spy on him and his associates and we need to say it was some sort of a national security issue. So we're going to say it was about Russian collusion. And, and even though we know that's a lie and we're illegally spying, if we parallel construct this and send some Russians after these individuals, then we can say, see, we were spying on them for legitimate reasons. But nobody took the bait. Nobody took your stupid Russian bait. So they had no case. Now, here's how it ties in to the Trump documents case. Because you sit here and you say, well, wait a second. The obvious observation is that it was Joe Biden that committed the crimes. It was Joe Biden that took the illegal documents. And there it is, the story from InfoWars. It was actually March 2017. Documents show that NSA spied on Trump and the American people. Leaked documents confirm Trump, his family, and all close associates were surveilled. And and that's actually just a title from the Alex Jones Show. There were other stories at InfoWars.com. But that's just confirming for you what I was telling you before, that, that we've had this story for a while. But it's just like everything else. It's fine. We'll, we'll break it first. And then, you know, maybe months or years later, the rest of the media will catch up. It's frustrating, but it is what it is. But let's tie this into the documents case. Again, the obvious observation. Joe Biden stole the documents. Joe Biden had the documents. Joe Biden shared them with unauthorized people. Joe Biden committed the crime, not Donald Trump. Plus, Donald Trump was protected by the Presidential Records Act and precedent set by Judge Amy Berman Jackson. How can this be? Well, they might be trying to tie up Trump legally with that stuff, but that might just be a side mission. Ladies and gentlemen, it is believed, it is being reported, and it is understood that Donald Trump has in his possession a binder, a accordion folder, what have you, a box full of all the documents proving that Obama spied on himself and his campaign, all the other individuals, the lies they told to do it, the agents and agencies that they used, and who got paid. And Trump has all these documents 
stored somewhere. Now, remember, when, when Trump took the documents to Mar-a-Lago, he cooperated with the National Archives. He cooperated with all the protocols, all the procedures. He went above and beyond to cooperate. And so it was likely that they were already combing through those documents looking for the Obama spy documents. Maybe they knew it, maybe they didn't. But they didn't find them. Trump took the documents to Mar-a-Lago. All above board, all legal. But they still couldn't find the documents, so they doubled back, circled back, and went and searched Mar-a-Lago for all the documents, thinking they might find Trump's Obama spy documents with all those documents. And they didn't. That's why they wanted those documents. That's why they raided Mar-a-Lago. Because they know Trump has the goods, or they think Trump has the goods. But why did Trump say that to Leslie Stahl? He said, you will see. They did spy on my campaign. You will see. Why would Trump have said that unless he had the proof? Why would Trump have said that unless he's seen the proof and he knew it for himself? Folks, that's why they were tearing apart underwear drawers, opening safes, taking all the documents out of every box, combing through everything in Mar-a-Lago, looking for the Obama spy documents. They're panicked that Trump has the proof. And I would say it's likely he does. And that's why he told Leslie Stahl, you will see. And they know that if Trump gets back in office, he will declassify those documents. And that's why they're panicked. And that's why they can't have him back in office. And this isn't to say that Barack Obama or the Obama Obama administration is the first administration or president to commit crimes against this country. But they went after Donald Trump. And they went after his family. And they went after his associates. So now, so now Trump has personal issues with these people beyond politics beyond the office of the presidency. It's now personal for Donald Trump. And maybe Trump's sitting there thinking, hey, leave me alone, leave my family alone, let me run the country, and I'll respect the office enough, and I'll respect the role of president enough not to burn you people. But now... He might think differently. And if he gets in again, they're panicked. He's going to declassify everything Obama did to spy on him and his family. Because it's personal. So then what happens? What happens if Barack Obama and his administration illegally spied, not just on a presidential campaign, but also on Americans, on journalists, on family members of Donald Trump. What happens then? What crimes are committed then? What rabbit hole of criminal justice do we have to go down now to deal 
with the criminal Obama administration. They are panicked. They are panicked. Now, if you tell the truth about this, and you have good sources, and you vet them, and you comb through the information to be as accurate as possible, like one Catherine Herridge, you get fired. Catherine Herridge, out at CBS after reporting on Biden classified document allegations. So Catherine Herridge does, does real hardcore journalism, has real sources, and, and brings real documents and, and stories to the light. That's, that's what Catherine Herridge does. So she gets fired. She gets let go. When she's one of the best out there. And, and this is this is too bad for Catherine, but all things considered, this is going to be good news because now she's going to go independent and she's still going to have her sources and she's going to be more hardcore than ever. So it's too bad for Catherine, but she's going to be bigger than ever and now her work is going to be better than ever. And think about where we're at right now in 2024. Probably this will be a good thing. But if you're a liar and you lie about Russian collusion... And you lie about the Hunter Biden laptop and you just lie for a living like Natasha Bertrand at CNN, you get a promotion. CNN's Natasha Bertrand has been promoted to correspondent where she will continue to cover national security and politics across CNN's platforms. Congratulations, Natasha. So you're Catherine Herridge. You tell the truth. You get fired. You're Natasha Bertrand. You tell lies. You get promoted. There is your state of the mainstream media right there. That's all you need to know about that. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost as it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gauge. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. The beacon of truth in a world of deceit. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. There is another situation developing in D.C. dealing with national security, and I, I, it, it, it might not be fake. And I know it's hard to trust the intelligence community for anything. I, I think they're probably 99% wrong or just straight propaganda with what they tell the American people. 
But this could be a serious situation. And I think when you kind of war game it all out like a game of chess, you got to take this seriously. Now, what am I talking about? After they passed this ludicrous spending bill, $95 billion for Ukraine and Israel, and the backlash from the American people, well, well, now they're embarrassed and they need something to, to bring the American people back to heel and to justify all of it because it's just completely out of control. And they know that hundreds of thousands of people have died in Ukraine because of the American foreign policy. They now know that tens of thousands of people have died in the Gaza Strip because of America's foreign policy. And yet you go to the average American city. It's a slum. It's riddled with poverty and sickness and now illegal immigrants invading. And and people are just sick of it. It's done. The gig is up. They can't have it anymore. People are aware of it. They're not hyper-focused on football anymore. And while, yeah, we might still love our football teams, but but now we see, hey, that's just a game. What the Democrats, what the American government is doing to our cities and doing to our people, that's not a game. That's real stuff, and it's killing us. And soon it could be killing us directly with these new wars. But But I'll get to what they're saying about this new national security threat in a minute, and then we can weigh, is this legitimate or is it not? I don't trust the intelligence communities. All they do is lie to us. But yet, there might be something real here. But first, here's some of the response on this spending bill that's out of control. First, let's go to dirty rat Chuck Schumer in clip six. And it keeps its word to Ukrainians in desperate need of supplies and ammunition, to innocent Palestinian civilians in need of relief, to Israelis in need of support, and to U.S. service members on patrol in the Indo-Pacific, the Red Sea, and around the world. Today, we make Vladimir Putin regret the day he questioned America's resolve. And we make clear to others, like China's President Xi, not to test our determination. And we send a clear bipartisan message of resolve to our allies in NATO. With the strong bipartisan support we have here in the Senate, with this vote, I believe that if Speaker Johnson brought this bill to the House floor, it will pass with the same Strong bipartisan support. Well, I'm not sure if Speaker Johnson agrees, but we'll hear from him. But let's just translate. Let's just translate what Diddy Chuck Schumer said there. We are more loyal to Ukraine and Israel than we are to the American people. We made promises to Ukraine and Israel that were more important than any promises we made to the American people. And both Republicans and Democrats in Congress love war and taking your money and giving it to other countries and i'm sure some way some shape some form they're profiting off of all of this as well otherwise why would they continue to do it it just wouldn't make any sense except maybe for people like chuck schumer that just really truly hate this country and hate you now here's marjorie taylor green responding to the $95 billion spending bill in clip seven. 
I'd like to urge the House and the Senate together to consider what terrible days we're in for the American taxpayer. America has been enslaved in $34 trillion in debt. And yet over the weekend, the Senate went into overtime throughout the Super Bowl and beyond into the early morning hours to pass a $95 billion package to fund foreign wars. $95 billion. And not a penny of that goes to anything for any American. Our border is completely being invaded every single day by millions and millions of people from all over the world, over 160 countries. Over 2 million gotaways are in America today. A gotaway is a person from a country we do not know where they're from. We do not know where they are inside our country, what state they are in, what city they are in. We do not know what they're going to do here on our homeland. But we've lost them. Over 10 million people have crossed the border during the Biden administration. Yet the Senate works overtime to fund foreign wars. 95 billion and 60 billion of that is to go to Ukraine. America has already sent 113 billion dollars to the failing war in Ukraine. It's a complete buzzsaw for an entire generation of Ukrainian men. This is a land where there should be peace talks continuously ending this war, not a place where we continue to write blank checks and say, keep, keep the money laundering going, keep the corruption going, keep selling our weapons to lands and countries and governments we do not know. There's so many stories of corruption coming from Ukraine, but they claim that we have to fight for the democracy of Ukraine. That is a lie. Ukraine, they suspended their elections. If we're fighting for democracy, why do we fight for a country that suspends their elections, locks up American journalists, and destroys free speech? This is nothing but a money laundering scheme all in the backs of the American taxpayer while the American taxpayer is punched in the gut every single day as our border is kept wide open. The American people do not support continuing this war. The American people work hard for every single penny they earn, and it's time for the House and the Senate, Republicans and Democrats, to remember our oath of office, and it's time for us to serve the American people, the American interest, American causes, American businesses, and the American border. But yet this institution has lost its way. $34 trillion in debt. And the only thing that we're to talk about is to continue funding, funding a war in Ukraine and to fund a war in Israel. That's a danger for Israel. If Israel takes America's money, they open themselves up to the Biden administration and the State Department hooking their hook in, that, in their government and telling them what to do in their war. Israel doesn't need to be told what to do in their war. They need to be allowed to conduct their war as they see fit. They were attacked horrendously by Hamas, who are terrorists. Leave Israel alone and let them fight their war. But yet, no, every single time we come back into town, the main issues we talk about here is how to fund foreign countries, foreign wars, and foreign governments while the entire world invades our country. And the American taxpayers are forced to pay for it all. 
This is a complete failure for the American taxpayer. It is a betrayal of our citizens. And this institution, the House and the Senate, need to remember our one constitutional duty, and that is to create a budget, a budget that funds our government for our people, a budget that does not enslave our people into further debt. And yet we have failed to do that. We've only passed seven of our 12 appropriation bills, and the Senate has not finished passing their appropriation bills either. I'm here to urge my colleagues in the House and the Senate that we must come together and remember our oath of office, remember the people that we serve, and do our jobs. We serve the American people, and we should be serving the United States of America. Madam Speaker, I yield back the remainder of my time. We are going to hear more from Marjorie Taylor Greene in response to that. Speaker Johnson, Joe Rogan. The American people are sick of having their money stolen from them and given to foreign countries and wars. That's it. That's all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your operation a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, we still have more from Marjorie Taylor Greene. In fact, let's just go to this classic Marjorie Taylor Greene quickly here. She was uh, chased down in the halls by some liberal hack journalist. I mean, this is. I wish more. Uh, I wish more would treat the mainstream media like Marjorie Taylor Greene here in clip eight. Well, he likened you to an appeaser or two hippo. 
in not voting through funding for Ukraine? Are well, you a piece of Putin? I, I think that um, I really don't care what David Cameron has to say. I think that's rude name calling, um, and I don't appreciate that type of language. And David Cameron needs to worry about his own country, and frankly, he can kiss my ass. But All right. So there you go. I think that's all we have from Marjorie Taylor Greene today. You want that again? Fired again? And David Cameron needs to worry about his own country. And frankly, he can kiss my ass. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know where to stick that microphone, you dirty lib. All right. We're still going to hear from Speaker Johnson on the border and on Joe Biden's crimes. And we've got some other responses to this unbelievable bill. I've got so much to cover yet. More developments in the pipe bomber situation. This new national security threat coming from Russia that our intelligence communities are warning about. And look, I understand the knee-jerk reaction here is, hey, they lie to us all the time. They need this to justify their spending bill and their war in Ukraine and everything else. But let's not be so quick to discount this. And, and, and maybe I'll get in-depth explaining why today. But I know that tomorrow on the Alex Jones Show, we're going to go way in-depth in this as more information comes out. But ladies and gentlemen, last uh, this, this Monday, I was hosting a live stream on Rumble and an individual called in who uh, was, was up there in his years, in his 60s, And he was talking about joint pain and knee pain. And he had mentioned that the best thing he'd ever discovered to deal with it was bodies from InfoWarsStore.com. Now, that's the turmeric that's in bodies that makes it so great. It's well known for anti-inflammatory support, flexibility support, and joint support. And so that's just the very high-quality turmeric that is in bodies that makes it so great for that. So if you're dealing with that, bodies is the way to go. It's back in stock. It's 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. It's the ultimate turmeric and anti-inflammatory support product on the market. Pure turmeric extract plus piperine from black pepper makes for optimal absorption to help boost and support your flexibility, mobility, joint function, immune system, and so much more. Bodies is the perfect answer to whole body support in one easy supplement. Try it today for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com, and I can speak from experience on that. And if you want to help the effectiveness of bodies, get yourself Nitric Boost from InfoWarsStore.com as well. Also 40% off. Why Nitric Boost? Because it helps with blood flow. So it helps make sure it's getting all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients throughout your body, but specifically in this case, the bodies, making sure it's getting to those joints and those points of inflammation so that it can help you recover. So bodies back in stock, 40% off InfoWarsStore.com and Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, it's your support that keeps us on the air. So support yourself and support free speech in the process. I mean, look, the proof is in the pudding. 
were such a threat to the corrupt establishment and the deep state that they had to spy on Alex Jones and InfoWars and my former co-host Roger Stone because that's how scared of us they are. Then they had to try to wipe us off the internet. Then they had to try to wipe us out financially. We're still standing because of your support. We thank you for it. All right, let's go. Mike Johnson, guys, just roll 9 and 10 back to back. Mike Johnson responding to the border crisis. Mike Johnson responding to the Biden crimes. Regarding the border, you know, talk about the American people not being listened to. They are crying out to the Biden administration to secure the border. No, to you this too, is actually. It's not a Republican to issue. To you too, Mike. It's an issue for every single person, and everybody knows it. We know the stories of children being poisoned by fentanyl and cities being overwhelmed by migrant surges. We know House Republicans have shown that we are listening to and, and, and holding the administration accountable for this catastrophe. We're listening to the people. We're taking action to hold Biden accountable. Last night, the House voted to approve articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We had to do that. He has abdicated his responsibility, he's breached the public trust, and he's disregarded the laws Congress has passed. But, but much more has to be done, of course, to secure the border. And what the Senate produced this week is silent on that issue. Senator McConnell and I have spoken about this in frank sessions, and let me be clear here again this morning. The Republican-led House will not be jammed or forced into passing a foreign aid bill that was opposed by most Republican senators and does nothing to secure our own border. It's time for Washington to start showing some love to Americans. On Valentine's Day, this is a good day to point this out. You need to listen to the American people and their needs and take action. And that's why House leadership will continue to govern with Americans' interests at heart. Morning, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, It is Ash Wednesday, and... Also, Valentine's Day, as has been mentioned. Um, the American people are not feeling very loved right now, though. They're not, they're not feeling heard by the Biden administration. And I'm going to recap a few of the things that we've, you've heard here this morning already. First of all, regarding this fitness for office of the president, Americans have been speaking out about the president's mental acuity and the double standards within his Justice Department. On Thursday, as you know, the special counsel confirmed that President Biden mishandled classified materials in a way that presented serious risk to national security. He broke the law, but he's not going to be charged. Why is that? Well, special counsel said that it decided not to indict the president in part because there are significant limitations on his memory. And a jury wouldn't convict him because he would be presented as, quote, an elderly man with a poor memory. That, that did not inspire confidence among the American people. It's of great concern to us. Ultimately, they're indicting, remember now, the DOJ is indicting one president with politically motivated charges, and they are now carrying the water for another amid very similar allegations. A man too incapable of being held accountable for mishandling classified information is certainly unfit for the Oval Office. And everyone in this room, if you just ask yourself that question, you will come to the same conclusion. Now, it's hard to tell much of a difference between Speaker Johnson and Speaker McCarthy. I I mean, maybe like a a taint hair of a difference. And actually, Judge Napolitano asked Andy Biggs, hey, what is the difference? And and Biggs got into it a little bit with him. But but from the results, you wouldn't be able to tell. But but here's Joe Rogan responding to this ludicrous spending bill. So they just last night, in the middle of the night, passed some new Ukraine bill. Mm. Like in the middle of the night. I didn't know that. They passed some bill. It's like, how much is it, Jamie? Ninety-five billion. Wow, plenty of money. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Imagine what they could have done 
with the money that they've already pumped in Ukraine, just mm. in the inner cities of this country. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine if there was – we said there's a war on crime and poverty and despair. This is our new war. Instead of a war on drugs, instead of a war on foreign countries, you know, questionable – Origins of how this conflict started. What about a war on the things that suck about America? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that, that's that, that's what I mean. That's what happened in in America in the 1920s. There was the New Deal, the Social Security Act, the GI Bill. They pumped loads of money into fixing America after the the Great Depression, and it worked. Like there, there was a whole era in America. They called it the Great Compression because it was a compression between the gap between the rich and the poor, and that was the era in which. Uh, uh, an ordinary American person with a, without a college degree could could have a house and a car and a vacation every year and a wife at home raising the children. Yeah, that's and, how it can know. work without socialism. Yeah, like everybody successful people. Yeah, you could rise up too, but we have to figure out a way to fix these problems that have existed forever in this country. Yeah. that get no attention. Yeah, yeah. This, at, at a certain point, like one of my favorite stories of this, layer, this year was when Xi Jinping came to San Francisco because when uh, San Francisco has this horrible homeless problem, it's really bad where they have tents everywhere. Mm. But when he came, they cleaned everything. They took everybody away. They don't know whether nobody said nothing. They put up fences where the, wow. so they couldn't put the tents there anymore. They put up fences mm. in front of these buildings where the, they would camp out. They just took them all away. And then so in other words, it's possible through, to clean this stuff beautiful. up. Now, now, the clip goes on here, but I'm running long on this segment. Now, so here's the story. Everybody is realizing this now. More people are paying attention to politics now. And because of the new media, it's it's more interesting to follow politics because you don't have the same, you know, three, four, five networks regurgitating the same BS all day long. But it's just too obvious at this point. Hundreds of billions for Ukraine. Tens of billions for Israel. But you go downtown to your hometown, your major metropolitan area, poverty, decay, potholes, crime. And it's just like, wait, why? Why? We could fix our cities. It could be done. Where's the will? Where's the desire? Where's the policy? It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. The beacon of truth in a world of deceit. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. All right, so the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade was happening today. There was a shooting there. And while shootings are no stranger to Kansas City... Specifically, the West Side. Uh, there was gunfire. It was a whole thing. There's all kinds of B-roll coming out. But uh, of course, there was a shooting in New York City last night. There was a shooting in Chicago last night. And I was already thinking that 
you know, this is something maybe we'll just take up here on the war room because nobody humanizes the victims of violence in the United States. If it's Israel or even Palestine, even if there's tens of thousands of kids that die in Palestine, but we just we just don't hear about the the violence and the victims of it in the United States. It's just like, oh, that doesn't matter. But the things on the other side of the planet, let's let's make a big deal of that. Let's virtue signal over that. So uh, we may cover this later on. But first, I want to I want to juxtapose two clips right now to deal with an issue and how to solve it. Well, what's the issue? Ignorant voters or just straight up indoctrinated voters. So listen to this woman. There's this, you know, there's all these trends that happen on the internet. And and one of these trends is, you know, you're wasting money on your college degree. What are you spending all this money for? And so this liberal thinks that she's going to show up what they're viewing as a right-wing attack on the college system. And she thinks she's showing it up here, telling you what her education in gender and, and I think gender and race or something, or gender and diversity, she thinks she's showing it up and showing how valuable her, her degree was, but yet she does the exact opposite. Here it is. Like, what are you guys studying? How do they actually give out a degree for that? That's madness. I was a gender and sexuality studies major at NYU, and I'm going to tell you what we read. Gender and sexuality. Sister Outsider by Audre Lorde. Audre Lorde is a pioneer of black lesbian feminist thought, and nice. this is a collection of her essays, speeches, and work over the years. A black White mother feminist. to a dark race. This book unpacks how the United States and Australia are Notice how she says that first. That's your identity. Black, and lesbian, how they feminist. kidnapped indigenous children and assimilated them into white culture. The Question white, of Palestine by Edward Said required reading for understanding the history of the Israeli-Palestine conflict and what's happening now. Angels in America. This is a play that was later turned into a movie about the AIDS epidemic in New York City. The Sixth Extinction, this book goes through how the Anthropocene and man-made climate change is the sixth great extinction of world history. I would not be who I am today without my gender and sexuality studies degree. There were dozens more there books it is. Include, so let me know if you want. I would not be who I am today without my gender and sexuality degrees. Well, that's the very problem, isn't it? Now imagine they write that book, The Sixth extinction is man-made climate change well what caused the first five if it wasn't man-made climate change then so there was natural causes so yeah you're gonna it's what it's natural causes is gonna wipe you out not man-made climate change it's funny you don't see that but okay so recall that oh it was my college education that made me the liberal moron i am today now here's vivek ramaswamy and we've discussed this before on the show i, I think it's time to have this discussion quite frankly I, i'm dead serious I, I agree with vivek there needs to be an iq test for you to vote Absolutely. Here he is talking about it on the Hodge Twins podcast. Do you think uh, the mail-in ballots, you think there's any room for like whatever happened in the last election? My, my point is, why do we need to do this at all? Let's do it very traditional. Mm-hmm. To show up Single day voting on election day. Make it a national holiday. It's a common mm-hmm. sense approach, but paper ballots, government issued ID to match mm-hmm. the voter file. And then I also think that English should be the only language on, on a ballot. I don't think we need to have multiple different languages on a ballot. If you're in the United States of America, you should if have you a don't common know language. English, you should not be voting. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, right? right? That's and, and I think, common sense. I think I personally also think that if you don't know what branch of government the U.S. president leads, it leads the executive branch of the government. You should know that before you're voting for the president. I think every high school senior who graduates from high school should have to pass the same civics test that every immigrant has to pass to become a voting citizen of the country. Every immigrant has to pass a test to become a voting citizen of the country. Mm-hmm. I think every high school senior should know the same minimums, too. So it doesn't have to be hard questions. Name the three executive branches. Name the first president. I mean, it can be basic, simple stuff. But if you don't, hell, what's what's four times 15? 
But if you can't answer that, you can't vote. I think it's time to have this national discussion, truly. Because we have absolute morons coming out of these college systems bragging about their racial gender studies degree that don't know a damn thing. And they're, all they are is indoctrinated morons. And if they can't pass a basic test before they vote, no vote for you. But of course, the Democrats would never support that. Why? Because they'd never win another election. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. War. Second hour of the InfoWars War Room. Election headquarters. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Starts now. We bring in my guest, Lucas Gage. Great American, a veteran, popular political commentator, and now being censored off of Twitter. And the result of that became a viral meme of a fire extinguisher. And so we're going to get into all of that with Lucas Gage, as well as some of the other issues Uh, So Lucas joins me now. Well, Lucas, it's no doubt you are now in the top tier of most banned individuals on X, formerly Twitter. Would you care to explain or did X ever explain why you're being censored? Well, you know, Owen, I'm known for my rants and uh, I was on a rant one day and I made this. It's like 15 minutes long. And so the Canary Mission, you know, very honest people, they cut my rant down to like a minute 30 or something. And they were posting this rant around and convinced Elon Musk that I was, uh, that my metaphor slay the demons was a violent call to kill Jewish people. So that's number one. Number two, I requoted someone using a the three fire extinguisher memes that was somehow violent. And then a video of mine where I made a Michael Myers video uh, where he stomps on someone's head. I put an Israeli flag as a joke so these three things got me suspended for three months. But it was really the video that went viral that was my rant, again, reduced to a minute 30, that tricked Elon Musk. It actually got his attention because some of my friends, uh, one of them, Suleiman Ahmed, he said, hey, Elon, I thought you said free speech. What happened? He said, well, Gage uh, called for violence, and that's illegal. You know, And I said, I never did that, of course, because, again, you know these people work on when they chop things down, take everything out of context, and make it sound like you're a killer, which, again, I'm not whatsoever. So that's why I was suspended for three months, which, by the way, was the first time I ever heard that before. No one's ever been suspended for three months. So I was the first person in history to get suspended for three months. And I'm not going to complain because I got 35 days left until I return. But, yeah, that's what happened, basically. Well, look, there's there's an obvious pattern here. It's it's undeniable. You can cry anti-Semite all you want, but it's true. You can bash white people all day long. It's fine. You can call for violence against white people. You can bash black people all day long. You can call for violence against black people. You can even bring Christians into the picture, Muslims into the picture. But but it's just true. Whenever you come after Jewish individuals or Israel, the long knives come out for you. Yeah. Well, listen, again, my, my what I was talking, the context of the video was in a debate in one of these spaces, you know, you don't take these people lightly. You don't sit there and respect someone who talks about murdering children. You know, I basically say you slay demons, which in my uh, metaphor meant like you destroy them in an argument. If I say, Owen, let's play basketball. I'm going to kill you tomorrow. That doesn't mean I'm going to literally murder you at the basketball game. 
it means I'm going to kick your ass get basketball. So when I was saying in my video, I was saying, look, when you get in one of these arguments, you slay these demons where they are. And then the next sentence I say, all you got to do is call them out, shame them, and expose everyone for who they are. Literally, but they cut that out. You know, you know how these people work, man. It's always like they make sure you look the worst, and they spread this video. And it wasn't just Canary Mission. It was Stop Anti-Semites. It was Jews or the Goat. All these various accounts, even when I pointed out that they're lying. You know, I, I, uh, Stop Zionist State is an account that sent them a cease and desist letter. So they know they're lying and still nothing. And look, ever since Elon went to Israel and you know had his little tour of Auschwitz as well in Poland, X has pretty much been X'd out by these Jewish supremacists. And I just call it Twitter now. In fact, Owen, it's worse than Twitter because now you're a paying customer being punished. Can you imagine if AT&T said, I'm sorry, Mr. Gage, you offended certain people, so you can't use your phone for a week. I mean, I wouldn't be with AT&T. So at least with old Twitter, Owen, you weren't paying anything and you got punished, whatever. But wait but a second, this is a relevant money. point. This is a relevant point you bring up. Oh, it's huge. A few days ago, Elon Musk said he's getting rid of his phone service and he's just going to be using uh, X. And, and I just realized this too. I, I don't know if you have to be a paid subscriber, but X now has phone services. And, and a, lot of apps is already, have, a lot of apps already have this. Thanks to Wi-Fi and internet, you can basically use uh, the internet for phone calling. You don't even need cell towers anymore. So it's not like that's necessarily news, but but that's the direction X is taking um, to to make it basically a cell phone service. So now they're saying, oh, if you say something that goes against whatever the standards of the season are, whatever the flavor of the, the week is, well, then all of a sudden you don't have access to your cell phone. So so that's an obvious dangerous precedent. But but here's what I don't understand. You're, you're an individual. You didn't call for violence. What I've seen before is the same thing happened with Elon Musk dealing with the, the Alex Jones story. And I think that he now knows that, that perhaps he was just uninformed or misinformed on it, where he thought that Alex Jones was responsible for X, Y, or Z dealing with these Sandy Hook kids or these families, because this is what people lied to him about and told him. So he said, oh, I'm censoring Alex Jones. We're going to keep him censored off of X. Well, then he heard the truth. Some other people told him the truth. He was able to talk to Alex Jones and actually hear the truth. And he reinstated Alex Jones. But correct me if I'm wrong here. Hamas still has an X account and Israel still has a Twitter account. Is that accurate? I think they may have banned Hamas's account, but Israel still has an account. And not even just the state of Israel, but the people in the Israeli parliament and government that are calling for the literal mass murder of people saying there's no one innocent in Gaza. Let's glass Gaza. I mean, look, you could push genocide if you're an Israeli or a Jewish person on X. But if you say anything about helping Palestine or even saying stop the genocide, you're somehow a neo-Nazi white supremacist Jew hating bigot who wants to kill six well, million and, Jews. And by the way, that's and, what I've seen. And, and maybe the crew can find this. And look, obviously, if your video gets, you know, a million views or whatever, then it's going to initiate a response instead of some yeah. someone else who, who posts on Twitter saying, you know, kill all Palestinians or whatever. And nobody sees it. Uh, but but I mean, is is there's is equal play involved here? There was a there was a viral video that just went out on Twitter a few days ago. And I noticed this always happens. So there'll be a story that comes out. The AP comes out. Uh, Israel has killed more than 12,000 children in their assault on the Gaza Strip. And then the next day, there's this viral video going out of an Israeli family, and I guess they all got killed in the Hamas terror attack is the story there. They leave out the details, but it's this nice family, a mother, a father, three kids, and the story is they all got killed by Hamas. 
And then you go and you read the comments, and, and maybe the crew can find this or not because we'll show the proof, but you read the comments, it's exactly what you're saying. Kill all Palestinians. Kill all Palestinian children. Good, I'm glad they're all dead. Leave them all. So, I mean, they're openly calling for genocide. And I'm saying, I say free speech for all. If, if you want to come out for a genocide like Mark Levin or Ben Shapiro, then I want to know that. I want to know you're pro-genocide. Yeah, there's the video right, right there. And you can go through the comments and people are saying, yeah, good, kill all the Palestinians because of this. Doesn't matter if they make it up. Doesn't matter if they make up the baby's beheaded story. Doesn't matter if the Israel defense stands down on October 7th. But so why do you think, I mean, really, what do you think the story is where that's okay, but Lucas Gage gets suspended for something taken out of context? Yeah, well, again, it, it's complete supremacy of the Zionist lobbies and the Jewish supremacists who basically got Elon by the nuts. That, that's what's going on here. Um, ever since he's got, he went to Israel and he went to Auschwitz, things have completely changed. I mean, I've been suspended for over two months now, basically, and I'm not really missing it because it's not the same X that I left. In fact, that's why I call it Twitter. It's worse. It's not like what I left before because I'm seeing people getting suspended for the dumbest things ever. Well, it's clearly the Ben Shapiro policy. Right. And and Ben can say whatever he wants. Mark Lemingo say whatever he wants. Everyone else can say whatever they want. And they're like, even what's his name? James Wood said, kill them all. Literally kill them all. If anyone else said that from the Palestinian side, that would be finished. Right. So it's a double standard. So obvious. It's so blatant. It's disgusting. So what happened with Elon? I mean, I don't know. Look, I think the ADL, you know, we were, me, my friend Keith Woods and others, Sam Parker, we did the Band the ADL campaign, which I'm sure you must have seen. And we got Elon Musk to kind of go head to head with the ADL. But what happened with that? The ADL pretty much came through. And that's what's going on. These people can make one phone call and there goes your advertisers, right? So yeah, Elon Musk may say, you know, F you, Bob Iger to Disney, but he's got other people he has to answer to. And when he's going to Israel talking to Bibi Netanyahu, looking at an empty baby crib, or he's going to Auschwitz getting the tour of Ben Shapiro, who knows what they're telling him behind the scenes. So, yeah, it seems to me that X has been completely taken over by Zionists and Jewish supremacists, and that's why there's this one way. uh, It's their way or the highway. It's literally, you can't make jokes anymore. You can't, it doesn't, first of all, the algorithm doesn't pick up context. But you have to understand also, Owen, there are, literal armies of Israeli uh, 8,200-unit people that literally run around. They have a website called uh, Words of Iron, where it's a two-click thing where you can report anything of any website. They're working together. I found someone sent me a room of uh, of 126,000 people, uh, um, Israelis on Telegram, IDF supporters, laughing at civilians being killed. I've seen people say uh, they they picked up a, a little girl out of the rubble We'll get her next time. I'm like, these people have lost their minds. So, yes, what Hamas did sucks, obviously. No one wants to see but civilians see, but die. This is the problem, and Americans need to just stay out of it. This hatred exists between the two groups for centuries. It's like in their DNA. I don't want anything to do with it. I get sick when I see it on the streets of the United States of America. And predictably, that was going to happen because it's been injected into our culture now, unfortunately, via the colleges and, and everything else. So that's what makes me sick. If these people want to fight to the death, then let them have at it. I want nothing to do with it. And, and now it becomes an issue, and Tucker Carlson is saying this as well. We're now looking at a situation because of our support for Ukraine and because of our support for Israel and Palestine, by the way. The U.S. is supporting both sides of that war. Um, we're now setting up ourselves up for where our children are going to have to be in war. We're now setting ourselves in a position where World War III is a very likely possibility. And now the intelligence community is basically coming out and saying, yeah, it's kind of inevitable now. But it's Russia. 
Well, no, look at the geopolitical situation at large. What do you think is going to happen when the U.S. continues to fund all these wars, send all these weapons into these war-torn regions? Do you think people are just going to let it go on forever? I mean, it can't go on forever. It's impossible that it can go on forever. But here's my thing, and I want to get your response to this. I I got two things that I want to hear your response to. One, the irony, the irony that they go back to these sites from the 1940s and they say, oh, never again. And Elon Musk is right there with him. They say, oh, never again. Well, is Elon Musk going to go to the Gaza Strip? I mean, you say never again, but it's but it's happening right over there on the Gaza Strip, actually. So it, so it is actually happening again. But is Elon Musk going to go over there and see that destruction and that death? Or is it just Ben Shapiro who, who gets to control that? Because they happen to be in the Palestinian area in Gaza. So for me, I'm a free speech absolutist, and I want to have that conversation but you can't have it, Owen, when every time you try to have it, you're called a neo-Nazi, white supremacist, Hitler lover, Hamas lover, uh, every type of thing from these lobbies that happen to be Jewish. So it's not the Chinese lobby shutting me up. It's not the Muslims that shut me up off X. It was the Jewish lobbies, the ADL, the SPLC, Canary Mission. I mean, Canary Mission, in my view, is a Mossad front, to be honest with you. So, I mean, these aren't just bloggers sitting there like, let's harass Lucas Gage. Oh, 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 and I've had death threats. I've had the police come to my house in America asking me questions about my tweets. I mean, is this China? Is this a social credit system? It seems to me that's what's building. That's what X kind of is. They, you know, they, you're making money, and then suddenly they take it from you, so maybe you start behaving better, right? So we got to be careful with this. But like I said, you know, we are Americans, and I'm being subjected to police coming to my house Death threats from people in Israel calling my phone, calling my wife, calling my phone, leaving pictures, emailing me, all sorts of crazy stuff. So I want to have the conversation, but how do we have that? Which anytime I criticize these people, it's literally another Holocaust, Owen. It's like impossible to be like, look, I'm not talking about you, the normal Jewish person, nine to five, you have a job like everyone else. I'm talking about the people at the top who are brainwashing you. Because you look, Owen, every group has that. Every group, if you look at black folks, there are these black race pimps telling black people, stay on the plantation. And anytime a black person comes off and says, actually, wait a minute, he's a house N-word, right? He's an Uncle Tom. The same thing goes with white people. If you're a white person and you want to speak out for your people and say, look, I, I'm not ashamed to be white. Oh, my God, you're a Nazi. Even a Jewish person, if you speak out against Jewish supremacy, they call you a self-hating Jew and an anti-Semite. I mean, the word anti-Semite has lost all meaning in my view. Well, so by the way, this goes a little deeper, though. Put together. What's that? This goes a little deeper. This is how they control the narrative. You know, we have right. the great uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor, who mm-hmm. who does interviews a lot, and, and he talks about what really goes on with the military-industrial complex. He tries to talk sense into the current military leadership. Of course, they don't listen. And he tells the truth about what's going on in the Middle East and what's going on in, in Ukraine. There are Israeli generals. There are former IDF generals that are saying the same thing about what's going on in Gaza. And they're saying, guys, this is not helping our foreign policy. This is not helping us geopolitically. What are we doing? We need to be rethinking this. They get no airtime. They get banned from the mainstream news, just like Colonel Douglas McGregor. So so it seems like there's another element to this where it's like, if you're anti-war, they don't even want to hear from you. Exactly. No, the war machine wants that war to happen in Ukraine and and, and Gaza. They don't care. I mean, there, there was Israeli protesting the Israelis were protesting Netanyahu before October 7th happened, and then it coincidentally happened. Coincidentally, they moved the dance festival to that area where Hamas went over the wall. Interesting how that worked. And then they called their event their 9-11. So to me, that's very suspicious. They wouldn't have to go down that rabbit hole. But the point is, 
The people at the top, the people in the parasite class, do not care about the average person, whether they're black, white, Jewish, Muslim, they don't care. And I preach this, and yet they still call me these names because these people at the top are able to convince the rest of us that these are the norms, you're supposed to shut up, you can't say this, otherwise you're an anti-Semite, transphobic, homophobic, you know how it is, Owen. They just throw names at you, hoping they stick. But I'll tell you what, ever since I've been doing my rants and saying what I've been saying, completely fearless and pushing the limits of free speech, a lot of people are saying, you know what, I don't care what they call me anymore. Because you know what it is? It's political correctness. And what is political correctness? It's politics that does not allow political opposition. And it's self-censorship. It's the worst kind of censorship. It's not someone putting a gun to your head. You're putting your own gun to your head and going, I can't say that. And that's slavery. So I'm trying to shatter this kind of programming. And look, it takes a lot of courage to do that and there are a lot of consequences. Because you're dealing with people who will blow presidents' heads off. We're not dealing with little bloggers and little micro people on the side. We are dealing with mafias that are global and they have power of the banks and the media and academia. Yeah, why do you think they killed Gonzalo Lira? Oh, my God, that guy. Rest in peace, Gonzalo. That's exactly why they killed him, right? Because he was telling the truth about Ukraine. They found the guy and he disappeared. And where's our response? Why didn't America say something about this? Nothing happened at all. Not even the American media. The American media blacked it out. It's incredible. But that's the danger. And it could happen to Gonzalo. It could happen to any of us. Like I said, police came to my house a few months ago asking me questions about my Twitter. Is this China? I don't know if you follow Aaron Maté's work. And and he really kind of has, I think, the most uh, intellectual understanding of these conflicts, specifically in the Middle East. But but. He calls it accurately the Ukraine and Israel are client states of the United mm. States of America. So their wars ongoing enrich our politicians, enrich the military industrial complex, enrich the stockholders and all the weapons contractors and everything else. So, so that's why they support it, because they get rich off of it. And so it's this, it, you know, people call it the military industrial complex, but that's what it is. Israel is a client state of the U.S. military-industrial complex. Ukraine is a client state of the military-industrial complex, and they want the money, and they want the weapons, and they don't want the flow of those two things to stop. And and I think the American people are actually getting to the point where they're fed up with it now. I mean, it's a mainstream talking point, really, everywhere. I mean, even Joe Rogan talking about it. But it's just like, wait a second. We have endless money for Ukraine. Endless and, and, and chip in a little for Israel on top of all the humanitarian aid we give them as well. Just So just endless money for them. You can't go to a major metropolitan city without seeing poverty, sickness, violence, decay, destruction. The subways destroyed. The streets destroyed. Airports are pieces of crap. And, and we're sitting here saying, well, wait a second. I mean, it's an easy, observable fact. Endless money. Endless money for all these countries that most Americans probably couldn't even locate on a map. But we can't even fix our own cities. Oh, and we can't even secure our own border. We're, we're, we're spending money to secure Ukraine's border or their country. We're spending money to Israel, who has a giant wall, <laughs> and we have nothing. We have people literally coming through the border, tens of thousands of people per day, and they're making excuses about it. We have people dying in the streets of, of drugs and overdose, fentanyl. We have trains derailing. Our infrastructure is collapsing. I mean, I gain nothing. You know, I ask people all the time, can you name one war we've gained anything as Americans? Just me and you as normal people. What war? The war of independence, perhaps. Everything, everything else has been engineered. You know, when I went to Iraq twice, it's not like we got cheaper gas. <laughs> nothing. We got nothing out of these wars. 
These are all bankers' wars, engineered to make people profit, but also expand their power over humanity. So even the Israeli thing, it's not just making money, it's also for the Eretz Israel plan, the greater Israel plan, which ironically has all the nations we at war with, Iraq, Iran, it has uh, even uh, Saudi Arabia, parts of Lebanon, well, all of Lebanon. There's all these things going on. There's different factions of this mafia. Owned, and I think they always argue with each other, but at the same time have the same goal, which is to enslave humanity. So this is the thing. You know, there's people who argue different viewpoints and stuff, but ultimately I'm an American citizen and I want to make sure that my country and my citizens are taken care of before we even think about sending a penny to anyone. The only time we should send foreign aid to people is if they have the same exact values and we have so much money because we're so successful that we don't know what to do with it. But we're actually broke, 33 trillion in debt, and we're falling apart and we have this need to send money to all these countries. It's ridiculous. It's treason, if you ask me, Owen. Yeah, and, and it's it's kind of reached a point where the treason is just norm, just the norm now in it Washington, D.C. And so it's just like, well, what do you even do to deal with it? And there's no fear. I mean, Karine Jean-Pierre gets up there and lies to the American people every day for a living. And it's just and, and the media doesn't even say anything to her. They're so they're so cowardly. But let, let's do this on the other side. Uh, another segment coming up with Lucas Gage. There's this new national security threat. Oh, the intelligence community's new national security threat as they're trying to get this 95 billion in aid passed. And while I don't trust the intelligence communities at all, I, I think that there might actually be an element of truth to this. And when you look at the geopolitical situation, I I think that it's worthy of talking about. Lucas Gage is my guest. I'd tell you to follow him on Twitter, but I I, I don't know if they're ever going to let him back on there. We'll find out. We'll be right back. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% 40% off out of the gates. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Give me liberty or give me death. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Okay, so the deep state, the military-industrial complex is afraid this dirty Chuck Schumer, bitch McConnell bill, $95 billion for Ukraine and Israel is going to fail in the House. And so they got to come up with something here. So here's the propaganda in the media. Things are going really badly for Ukraine, really badly. That's MSN, and then they syndicate that all over the Internet. So, oh, we need to give them more money. But then they ramp it up. Russia gearing up for decade-long duel with the West, Estonia warns. And then and then they even go deeper with this. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Turner's statement on serious national security threat 
And, you know, it's, it's all about this story with Russia. But, but Tucker Carlson talks about this, and, and most people, Lucas, my guest Lucas Gage, most people don't really understand the geopolitical issues. They, they kind of just have the reader's digest of what they get from the mainstream news. And quite frankly, most Americans kind of live in this la-la land, this stupor, that, that somehow we're untouchable or we're above it all, and no matter what foreign wars we get involved in, it'll never hurt us, it'll never harm us. So I'm not one to trust the intelligence communities. I can see them loading us up with propaganda to try to get this bill passed in the House, absolutely, and I'm sure there's a level to that. But at the same time, there is a very real issue that we're dealing with. The more we fund the war in Ukraine, the more we fund the war and the genocide committed by Israel, the, the, the more we're just creating this, this crevasse, this black hole of war in these regions. And so, I mean, we're looking at a serious situation here, and, and Tucker Carlson talks about it well. I don't know, again, it's a stupor that Americans live in. Oh, I'll never be affected by this. My kids will never be infe- affected by this. Well, says who? How do you know that? And Anna Paulina Jr., uh, Luna, quite frankly, is a genius for making the bill. If you're going to support a war overseas, then you're going to go serve first. So what do you think about this new national security threat that they say we're facing because they want to pass this bill, but then at the same time realizing that the geopolitical tensions are very real and eventually, I mean, like, do Americans really think we can fund and arm every war and enrich the deep state and never pay the consequence for that? Like the the piper's never going to come to, to, to take its toll? It seems that way to me. I mean, look, I, I'm, I've had war fatigue forever at this point. I'm sick of it since Syria. But, I mean, there are people who think that, you know, the Ukraine war is justified, that we should be supporting them forever. Uh, they are supporting Israel without any question. They don't even know what's going on in Gaza. And I, I, people are just distracted. Like, you know, you saw the Super Bowl. That's more important to them than their own rights being taken away. So Americans have been delusional and detached for a long time, and they don't feel like they're going to be affected. But the reality is... They can be affected. In fact, they're going to be infected because as not infected, but well, we were infected at one point, <laughs> but we also are going to get affected because our taxes are going to be involved. We are paying for these genocides and these wars. Look, the Ukraine-Russia war could have been over a long time ago. Zelensky would have gave in. But what happens? Boris Johnson comes in. Then McDora Noodle comes Noodleman comes in or Newland is her, her name now, but it was Noodleman. And they tell him, oh, no, keep fighting, keep fighting because we'll support you. Without America's assistance, both the Israelis and Ukrainians would have stopped. But because we keep helping and helping, they keep going and going. And more people get die, and more people die. And, and more eventually, Americans have been actually Americans have died already. Not too many, but they're there. And so if we keep pushing these wars and they escalate further, we will get sucked in into a massive war. Look, the Israelis have a lot of chutzpah because they know. The Americans have their back. They're bombing Lebanon. They're bombing Syria. They're bombing all these countries while they're defending themselves. Oh, and they've been on the of- the offense for 75 years. They're not defending themselves at all. But they're doing this because they have our undying, unbreakable support because of the traitors in our government. And the same thing goes with Ukrainians. And we have we have we have Zelensky, who's basically a Jewish comedian as the president of Ukraine, taking orders from Washington. And he doesn't even know what the hell is happening. But because of this, Ukrainian people are dying. Russians are dying. So I ask, when the hell do we stop? What do we need to see for this to end? And people don't even know what to do. But again, they're so detached. They're watching the game. They're watching the Netflix. 
like America doesn't have the same unity it has uh, has before because of all this stuff. And even in like your personal life, you know, drag queen story hour at the school, you have something going on at work, political correctness. Yeah, you're working I, five jobs to pay the bills. Yeah, you're working, your wife's working, your dog is working, everyone's working because you got to pay for these wars. Wars are the most costly thing, right? And they keep pushing them. And again, how do they find this money? Donald Trump wanted to build a freaking wall. They couldn't find anything. Now they're finding all these billions every day to send to Israel, to uh, Ukraine, to some packets of some country for transgender studies. Just, I mean, just what about this America? year alone. That's why I call myself an America first patriot. I want nothing to do with anything outside of America. Well, I would, I would retort, I I would retort a little bit, even though you're right about the Super Bowl and all this stuff. I think the level yeah. of the effectiveness of that distraction is starting to wane. I think more people are paying attention to politics and, and, and caring more about it now than before. Now, that might not be saying enough because it's still there. But by the way, just this year alone, the Biden administration has given some hundreds of billions of dollars to the weapons contractors. I mean, there's some missile they bought that's like 200 grand a missile. I mean, it's just it's, yeah. so it's just crazy, this stuff. But by the way, you mentioned Boris Johnson. This is something that the media kind of skipped over. So Tucker Carlson, in his interview with Putin, exposes or Putin exposes that the war could have ended if it wasn't for Boris Johnson. And yeah. what's his response? He does a video on his phone from the beach. I mean, that's what a lazy son of a bitch Boris Johnson is. He can't even get in front of a podium or put on a suit and tie to respond to this claim that he's responsible for all the death by the hundreds of thousands in Ukraine. Instead, he just fi- he just fires up his phone on the beach in his in his in his bikini and says, "Oh, I didn't do this. It's not me." I mean, doesn't that just show how lazy and arrogant they are? That it's like it doesn't even matter. I'll just respond from the beach. Nobody cares. Right. No, it's it's all this is a joke, man. And I, and I say that in the worst possible. It's a very bad joke. And people are dying. Real people, their families are being destroyed, both in Gaza and Ukraine and Russia. You know, these wars are not fake, but they're based on lies. And that's the thing people have to understand. And I was against the Ukraine-Russia war from day one. And I was paying attention to both sides. I was like, OK, I'm going to stay neutral here. I want nothing to do with it. But I noticed that the Ukrainian side was pushing Western propaganda from the ghost of Kiev and all these other lies. Then I looked at Putin's side. I said, what's he saying? He's been saying the same thing for decades. So the West is using the Ukrainians as cannon fodder. So I tried to warn Ukrainians in the video and went viral, but they don't listen because they're also being uh, completely brainwashed by their propaganda. So really, Owen, it's the fact what's important is we have to have shows like this where we could discuss these topics without the mainstream media infecting people with lies and propaganda because there are people who think these wars are legitimate. There are people who still think what we did in Iraq was good. I mean, that's how detached people are. So these kind of conversations, which we need to have more often of, are very important to save this republic, if it's even salvageable at this point. But going back to what you said, I really don't know what's going to happen, man. I mean, they just continue to push whatever they want. They don't even need our permission anymore, Owen. We have a runaway government. They take our income tax and they just do whatever the hell they want. I don't think any of us want these wars. I don't I don't know one person in my in my life, in my social circle that's like, yeah, we need to be in Ukraine. Yeah, we need more money. I don't know anyone. Everyone's sick of this crap. But it just happens anyway, because you know what? Our forefathers said no taxation without representation. Well, we have taxation and we have representation, but they don't represent us. They take our taxes and they use it for special interest groups, Zionist lobbies and globalists and all these other people that have nothing to do with the average American. 
So these people are not our, our leaders at all. They're our misleaders working for the globalist elite, the parasite class, and the Zionists. That's what we see here, Owen. And it's all sides. It's literally all left and right. It's not like, okay, well, the Republicans are wrong and the Democrats are right, or the Democrats are right. No, they're all in on it. They're literally all. They all agree on war, no matter what. They That's might true. disagree about abortion, gay rights, whatever the case. But when it comes to the war machine, the left wing and the right wing are attached to the same war hawk. That's true. Now, I, I, I do believe, I do have faith we can politically save this country. The question is, will the psychotics and the warmongers blow everything up before we get the chance? Lucas Gage, thank you for coming on today. And where can people follow you quickly? Well, you got my website, lucasgage.com. You can also follow me on Rumble at Lucas Gage. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on, Owen. It's a pleasure to work with you. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Spending all your money in Ukraine or Israel or Afghanistan or anywhere else. They'll fearmonger you and say, we need all this money for foreign countries. There's a national security threat. There's an existential threat to the country. Interesting. Well, if that was true, you think they'd tell you maybe about getting some emergency food. Wouldn't that be a little more important than bombing some foreign country? 
Hmm. I don't know. That's what I think. That's why I've got storable food, and I suggest you do the same. And by the way, we do have the highest quality at the lowest price at InfoWarsStore.com. That's what we did is we shopped the market, and we found the best deal on the highest quality food so that we could bring it to you at InfoWarsStore.com. And, I mean, if you don't have any storable food, what are you doing? This is really a necessity in today's day and age. It's it's one of the only ways to remain independent if the grid goes down or if they shut the food supply off or they end farming and say it's because of global warming. All these things are being talked about, unfortunately. So you better get some storable food. Again, we've got all the options. Uh, best prices, highest quality, InfoWarsStore.com, six-month supply, three-month supply, one-month supply. So take your pick. And there's a bunch of different uh, types as well, the types of food that's in there and other options for you. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com. So you would rather have emergency food and never need it, never need to touch it and have it go bad after 25 years, 25-year shelf life, than need it and not have it. So long-term investment, something you'd rather have and not need than need and not have emergency storable food supplies at InfoWarsStore.com. So support yourself, support your family, who knows, support your neighbors if it comes to it, and also support free speech and InfoWars in the process. All right, so this just got dumped on my desk. And, of course, we were kind of talking about this yesterday. You get it, you get you get the tragic shootings or the tragic deaths of children humanized and eulogized if it's in Ukraine, if it's in the Middle East, whatever, but but never even in our own country. And so that's what I'm saying. I mean, I could do this all day. And, and it really, it, it just kind of breaks my heart. And do people even care? But I could do this all day. The crew has brought me these stories about shootings in America, people being shot and killed in America. It happens every day. But nobody eulogizes them. Nobody says, oh, look, see, innocents being killed. We need to secure our cities. No, it's, oh, in this country over here, that's where it matters. That's where we need to be cared about. That's where we need to eulogize and care about the children. I mean, just look at this all from today. Four shot at Benjamin E. E. Mays High School. This is in Atlanta. Police confirmed at Channel 2 Action News, four students have been shot at an Atlanta high school. Appears to be a drive-by. Shortly after dismissal, shots were fired from an unknown vehicle, striking four students at Benjamin E. Mays High School lower campus parking lot. Just the four students all survived the shooting. Thank goodness. Will that be talked about? Will that be addressed? Will we talk about that issue? Will we Will we want to secure our, our students in these metropolitan areas where it's violent? You go to school in Atlanta, you might face a drive-by shooting. Can't even go to a Chipotle. One dead, two injured, and shooting near Palm Beach Gardens outside Chipotle Mexican Grill. Three police officers were shot in Washington during an attempted animal cruelty arrest that touched off an hours-long standoff Wednesday. So now they're shooting at police. So you just get shootings all over, but but 
We don't talk about the violence here. We don't address the violence here. We don't try to stop it here or address it or, you know, whatever, throw money at the problem. That's all for overseas. Mass shooting at New York City subway station leaves one dead, five wounded. Police are searching for two suspects involved in a mass shooting at a subway station in New York City, one dead, five injured. Bloody incident occurred Monday evening in the Bronx. So can't even ride the subway in New York without being afraid for your life. Can't go to school in Atlanta. Can't ride the subway in New York. Can't even go to a Super Bowl parade. One dead, at least nine injured after gunfire erupts at Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. And I believe there's probably more updates to this. This was put on my desk an hour or so ago. And luckily, it was just some citizen, some brave citizens that tackled the suspected gunman and brought him down before he could shoot and kill anybody else. So they're saying now 15 injured. Does that count the one dead? I'm not sure. The reports are ongoing. Yeah, one dead, 15 injured. You can see some of the chaos here. And is this them bringing the shooter down? Wow. (laughs) Well, uh, big ups to those Chiefs fans. That's, you know, you'd like to think you'd be that brave in a situation. But they were. And, And thank goodness for it. They might have saved more lives because of that. But again, it's not it's not a secret. You go to the west side of Kansas City. Yeah, you could be uh, you could hear gunshots. So, but that's my point is, I I can scroll the internet, I can scroll the social media feeds all day long, and I'll hear all about dead kids in this country, in that country, every other country but the United States. We don't eulogize the the unnecessary victims of violence here, unless it's an instance where the mainstream media and the Democrats want to use it for their gun-grabbing agenda, then then you hear about it. It's always about an agenda. So it's an agenda to expand a war over here. It's an agenda to take your guns over here while they're sending guns over there. 11 children shot at the Super Bowl parade, it's being reported now. Will they be eulogized? Only if the Democrats want to use it to take your guns. But we don't back up law enforcement. We don't secure our own streets. We don't try to help the mental health crisis that leads to all this. We don't try to help the poverty crisis that leads to all this. No, we're too busy because there's an agenda at stake. War is on the agenda. Taking your guns is on the agenda. Not actually helping America. But don't worry, guys. If you drive your truck over a gay flag mural painted on the streets, you're a criminal. Yeah, that's real. Uh, Dylan Brewer here, 19-year-old, drove his truck over a gay flag. I mean, whatever, it's, you know, it's a gay flag. He drove his truck over a gay flag. He left a, a, a small burnout mark, and so he got arrested for felony criminal mischief, $5,250 bond, 
and because he vandalized a gay flag mural. But, but see, so imagine, though, it's already been ruled you can burn an American flag. So this kid could have gone out in the streets and burned an American flag, and it would have been okay. But because he left a treadmark on a gay flag, he gets arrested, and now he's facing a felony charge. A felony charge. By the way, trans activists occupied the Iowa Capitol, but they're liberals, so it'll be celebrated. It'll be all fine because they're liberals. They're allowed to occupy capitals, storm capitals, and tell you how gay they are. They love to, don't, you know, they really love telling you how gay they are, don't they? Some of them still wearing masks, by the way. Still got the mask on. Wow. You want to talk about brainwashed. So that's their big issue. (laughs) Is there a hope to return any form of normalcy or decency or common sense to this country? Not with the mainstream media around. Not with the Democrat Party around. They're the problem. What do you think about the great North Carolina lieutenant governor, who's now running for governor, Mark Robinson? He's one of the good ones. He says trans women, men, should be arrested for using female bathrooms. Do you agree? Should a man be arrested for using a female bathroom? Because that's really what he's suggesting. But, oh, it's a trans woman. No pervert man would take advantage of that system. No, I think North Carolina gubernatorial candidate, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, is right. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements, so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take us for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at infowarstore.com. X2.